Hey everybody, tuned in to episode 95 of The Basement Dweller. Just want to let you guys know that on this episode there are spoiler alerts for Oppenheimer, so uh, hopefully future Jacob puts in the uh, timestamp about now, uh, so that way you can kind of skip past it. And yeah, let's get into the show. Oh, no, I wasn't going into the bit yet. I was saying more so the camera. Are we good? I think it'll be fine, whatever. Our camera's a little crooked. It's a little wonky, so people who have OCD can yell at us later. Episode 95 has a little bit of a different uh, atmosphere, you might say, about it. Yeah. Man, we decided to have the genius idea to go see the movie Oppenheimer before we recorded today. Yeah, we're different now. Yeah. We're a little different. This is all stupid. This might be the last episode of the show. Yeah, the world's going to end anyways. Let's just fucking right. wrap this shit up. <laughs> Man, you really don't think about uh, this Oppenheimer guy and his achievements that much until you see a movie about the guy that's three hours long. It was a long movie. It was a, it was a great movie. It was, it was an amazing movie. I'm so glad that we decided to do Oppenheimer first. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to just feel nice and bubbly about Barbie. Yeah, right. Barbie's going to be the, the palate cleanser, I yeah, think. Like, right. So you got to, it's like we ate our vegetables first. Now we're going to enjoy the steak. I don't know. Cause Courtney was saying a second ago, she was just like, do you know the guy that invented Barbie? Like also made, <sighs> made bombs. You can't escape it anywhere <laughs> you go. You can't yeah. escape it. It's all a bummer. Yeah, man. It's just, everyone's making bombs. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think the underlining uh, factor of this movie is just how Oppenheimer, which by the way, we can agree beautifully played by what's his name? Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Amazing. Oh yeah. Untold amounts of riz, risonomics. That guy was doing quantum risics. You know what I mean? That like, dude was getting booty. Mistresses. Like, and you know, you there was one you didn't even find out until like the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, no, he would never know about that. Yeah. Until about, about her husband. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, there's allegations that you've been having an affair with this woman for this many years, blah, 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 blah. And he was associated with the communist party. He was like, nah, he would never know. Nah, he wouldn't know that. <laughs> that's some bullshit. That's, that's, the, that's the communist. <laughs> so that's like three hoes ago. Yeah, like. dude. Pulling ladies left and right. And uh, this just goes to show, guys, that big brains, they definitely uh, carry some merit. Big dick. That's right. <laughs> there was no 10-minute-long uh, 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 sexual scene. Like the memes had told me, which I mean, there was there's a couple good ones, a couple good ones, yeah, yeah, but nah, man, definitely pulled beautiful women for sure, and then just like was just like a small shit, like he was just like these nuclear bombs, though, yeah, couldn't make up his mind, you know what I mean? (laughs) This (laughs) women, nukes, hmm. yeah, a man obsessed for sure. This reminds me of a young, uh, another gentleman of the times where you heard of him, Mr. Stephen Hawking, who also had a lot of riz, even whilst in the wheelchair. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know much about it. Definitely had a wife uh, during his time in the, in the chair. Uh-huh. And I think he cheated on his wife while he was in the chair. Damn. Yeah. Don't you kind of almost feel like that... Kind of says more about the other person than it does him. No, I think that it says <laughs> mostly him. Actually, <laughs> that's a that's a horrible. I mean, thing. All, all dude can do is talk barely. Yeah, yeah with but, a robot voice. But, and he's still and he was still out here being a slippery little snake. But again, <laughs> brilliant mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. But he's just like my wife won't know. Like you know. Oh my god. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Please. Yeah. <laughs> She'd never find out. Do you remember what the what he suffered from? Oh, fuck. I have no idea. Let's see. Because it's not a very popular disease, right? No, I don't think so. Hawking was diagnosed with... Uh, I don't know. You read it. Uh, 
Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Thank you. Yeah, what he said. Commonly referred to in the U.S. as, oh, Lou Gehrig's disease. As ALS progresses, the degeneration of motor neurons in the brain interfere with messages to muscles in the body. Not to all parts of the body, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Oppenheimer had the same problem, is all I'm saying. Maybe... Oppenheimer confirmed to maybe have ALS. Is that what happens when you have ALS? Was making the nukes him compensating for something? <laughs> right. Or And is it us getting old? Or do you feel like you nailed these like subliminal messages more than you would have if you were like a teenager? Or do you feel like in these movies, in this movie, like the the subliminal messages were kind of easier to find? See, so I think once like I kind of I went down the rabbit hole once, like a long time ago in movies. And once I discovered that there's like not so not subliminal messages, but like you know like hidden symbolism in movies, yeah. that's like all I look for in movies now. Yeah. Like a movie that's really good about it is uh, The Departed. Yeah, you know, like there's like little things here and there, like when he tells her like, "Oh, you don't have any cats," and she's like, "No," and he's like, "I like that because he's a rat." You get it? Oh yeah, that's like one of my favorite ones. Um, Little things like that. But yeah, there was actually quite a few of it, or quite a bit of it in the Oppenheimer movie that we were kind of, I think we discussed it like as soon as we got in the car. <laughs> I, I like to do this thing where I want, because I because I can't handle, I can't handle movies as is. I don't know if we've ever talked about this in the show, but I'm not a huge fan of movies. Um, you were talking about it too, so I, I'm not sure if it's the same reason. Mm-hmm. But for me, I usually don't like, I mean, you know, I like to go on a Monday at like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's at work. Because I feel like people just have way too much freedom in the movie theater to just act any way they want. And then everyone becomes like a movie critic like the second the movie's over. And I hate hearing it on the way out. So my philosophy is that I'm just like, let's not say anything until we get in the car. So you have time to just kind of soak it up a little bit. Yeah. That's what we did. I heard one lady, she was like, <laughs> I like when I was sitting out there waiting for you. <laughs> one lady, she was like, that movie was great. But that deposition scene lasted for. I was like, that's like half the thing, lady. Like, how do you think he felt, lady? Yeah, <laughs> God, so you really do. Yeah, point is, I mean, we're not gonna have to. This isn't the the Oppenheimer synopsis episode, but it's definitely a good one. I'm very excited for Barbie. I feel like when we see Barbie, that's gonna be the Barbie episode. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. I've heard nothing but good things. It is really cool to see. Uh, this is our this is our old man segment. Um, but it's really cool to see uh, movies becoming popular in theaters again. Yeah. That was like one of the big things that my dad and I missed a lot during the pandemic was that like movies just ceased to exist. And that was one of like our, like, cause that's like me and my dad's like childhood, right? There. Like that was my childhood was him taking me to the movie. So like, it's cool to see that like you are seeing more business again. Now it's not cool how much they're charging. I think that's preposterous, <laughs> but uh, no, it was nice. Like it was cool to like, see like people talking about movies again. Yeah, man. No, I, I, it's definitely like, okay. So like, I've always been an avid hater mm-hmm. for the movie theaters. Right. And I think like, I give it a chance with you because you're, you're to me like the best, the best person to go watch movies with, because I know like, you're not supposed to talk in the movies and stuff, but I know if you and I both notice something in the movie, we're both going to be like, Oh, oh we did. Yeah. Up. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is the same sixth sense that maybe you have with your best friend where it's kind of like, like, for example, for the longest time, we were banned from playing Cards Against Humanity together in some circles because we're just psychic. So like, we yeah. Just, yeah, we just see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're very respectful in movies. Yeah, we may, we talk only so we can hear. But um, yeah. yeah, so that's why like whenever you ask me to go to a movie, I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Like Especially if it's a movie I want to see, which Oppenheimer was one movie that I was like, I need to see that movie in theaters because there's going to be big nuclear explosions and I want to see that on a 10, 14-foot tall screen. Right. You know, <laughs> Not only... Did we go see Oppenheimer? <laughs> we, did, right, we did it the, the, the right way. We did it the right way. I panic bought two shitty tickets at the top, and uh-huh. I was a little stoned. Yeah. And when we walked into the theater, the first thing I said was, no, let's go sit in the second row. We were the mad lads that got to watch Oppenheimer. Like <laughs> and it was incredible. I, yeah. No, that, that part of it was super cool. I would have paid an extra $5 per ticket if they had a live reaction <laughs> of, like, the nuclear... I just see our face, like, just, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. I remember, like, I, like in that part, because that part was, like, the lead-up to it was, like, so fucking stressful. Yeah. 
You know, like I was watching and I had my hand on my face like a like a lady. I was like <laughs> just like a like a yeah, like a woman who just saw the Beatles for the first time. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Just, oh my goodness. And we all knew, like this isn't a spoiler part. Like we knew that this happened. Yeah. But but it made you really feel like um like there is a there there is a scene where they're like literally gambling on if this is gonna work or not. And it's like it kinda like convinces you that's like, is it gonna work? Like, yeah, dude, that was the part that like stressed me out the most. And it's like I know it didn't happen, but they talked about it like Remember the what was it uh, near uh, near zero percent? Yeah, you know where he was like that one of one of his like guys on his team is like, hey, there's like a near zero percent chance that the whatever the the chain reaction will never stop and it'll just light the atmosphere on fire and destroy the world. And he was like, but I need zero percent. He's like, well, that's what you get with theories, like. You know, he's like, we can only say near zero. I believe it. And they went through with the test and everything. Like, it might have destroyed the world just testing this bomb, but they went ahead and did it, man. I believe it's Patton Oswald that said, science, we're all about coulda, not shoulda. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which is just such an asinine thought of, like, all the, like, I, I, I really think that this, that this whole, like, movie is just an example of just, like, pure human integration of just trial and error. Yeah. Like what a gamble. Like this is this started with a guy who just was like, hey dudes, have you guys ever sucked this cow's teeth before? Because <laughs> it's really good. This you shit's know? yummy. Yeah. And they're like, cool, milk was invented to we might blow up the the entire earth right now. Yeah. Whew. It feels so small, dude. I feel like nothing we do. You know what this is you know what this means? <laughs> We need to go be like vigilantes or something. I dude. know. I feel like I need to go like risk my life doing something now. Like, <laughs> I need to live life on the edge because it's all ending, buddy. Like, it's all over. I don't know. It's a great movie and you definitely owe it to yourself to see it. And there's been a lot of good media news, at least in my opinion. Uh, this one is for my 2008 to 2012 Familia. Uh, also some breaking news. Microsoft has purchased Activision, which to most people is like, who cares? But I'll tell you who cares. A little kid named Jacob Santoro in the year <laughs> 2009, because we are now getting fresh Modern Warfare 2 lobbies again. We, I was so excited because I got a special gift the other day from my dear sweet co-host Christian that I had no idea still existed, but in his possession he still had my 2009 Modern Warfare 2 Xbox 360 Special <laughs> Edition with the almighty 250 gigabyte hard drive. Hell yeah, dude. For the first time in my life, ladies and gentlemen, I truly have f- had dad feelings. <laughs> like, this is what my dad must have felt like when he pulled out the old ColecoVision. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was like, wow. It was, it was like seeing a piece of history. You were super surprised when I brought it out because I told you I had a 360 and you were like, oh, hell yeah, dude, we can play Call of Duty. And then I pulled out that one and it's like, you know, it's black with my the, jaw the hit big the floor. two on it. Yeah, dude. It took and you were me... like, is this the one? I was listen, like, the listen one, to me. Man. This means a lot to me because this was a culmination. So as if 95 episodes of this show has not been a, 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 a testament of me and Christian's friendship. This Xbox to me reminds me of so many things, primarily when we started becoming friends, because if it wasn't for Christian, I would have never gotten this Xbox. I remember having a specific conversation with you in the eighth grade, you and a friend of ours, and we and you guys just sat me down and you told me how cool it was to have Xbox Live and to play with friends and like online play is the way to go. And I'm over here still with my PlayStation 2 and I'm like, but I've got NFL Street. And they're like, nah, dude, it's not nah. even this. Yeah. Call of Duty, Halo, and get on there. Uh, I appreciate my dad for always. Uh, so my mom always got me like a bunch of really awesome little gifts. Mm-hmm. And my dad always got me like the big kahuna. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, I believe it was for my birthday. The Modern Warfare 2, Xbox, black Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That thing's... And it came with 12 months of Xbox Gold. Hell and, yeah. Dude, I have memories of just, this is the most boomer conversation I feel like <laughs> I've ever had. I remember just typing in that code. I remember getting to my first lobby. I remember like, like texting all my friends, like, what's your fucking gamer tag? Like, yeah, dude. Little did I know that I would develop a horrible addiction to just things that love to hurt me. <laughs> It was rough, man. It was rough. And uh, I'll tell you, as someone who's not an avid gamer anymore, uh, kids today, they don't understand the lobbies back then. I was harassed and assaulted by strangers. 
and I harassed and assaulted people on video games. <laughs> you ruthless, dude. <laughs> the amount you gave, Microsoft gave us a way to essentially prank call people oh, on yeah. such a global scale. The fact yeah. that you could leave video messages for absolute strangers <laughs> was such a fucking horrible idea. It, yeah, I mean, well, it mellowed out because you could still do that shit, but it's not the same, man. I mean, I don't know what changed really, but like, yeah, dude. I just remember like the second, the second, was it you that I was playing with? I think it was you when, when we were playing, I think it was Modern Warfare 2. And I think it was you that said, <laughs> like when we like, we smashed this other team and then like all of our teammates had mics and I don't think we really said anything until like, like none, none of the team really talked to each other like the whole time. And I think after we like destroyed them, you were like victory screech. And then our whole team like plugged their mics in and we're all like, <laughs> yeah, man. And then oh. I just like, that was the only time in my life that I was up past like 4am dude. Like I, oh, dude, the amount of sleep, we're not even friends anymore, but I'll say shout out to Diego. No last name. <laughs> uh, but uh, for those of you who listen, know you know exactly what I'm talking about. That dude was like my closest friend, when, especially when it came to the Xbox. Man, now we take that thing for granted. But it is nice to see that um, I used to say on this show, and I will admit when I'm wrong, that nostalgia is a pure poison that should just not exist. But I got to say that I am I have been suckered recently. Yeah. On top of that, what other game comes back than the cult classic of Team Fortress 2? Shit. Developed in 2007, came from a little, little, uh, a little core memory game called the Orange Box. Mm-hmm. That what did it have? It had Half Life Two, Team Fortress Two, and Portal. Yeah, yeah. And 2007 reached an all-time player base uh, last week <laughs> at 223,000. Even in its heyday, did never hit that high. That see, and that blows my mind. Cause and that and that makes me really want to play it. Yeah. Just because I'm like, oh, bro, like so much like fresh meat yeah. <laughs> on those servers, you know. But like we were saying, it's either you got new people, and this is how I feel about Modern Warfare 2. You have new people, mm-hmm. or you have people who've just been secretly playing that game through all the hellfire. <laughs> you just got <laughs> the old head veterans. Yeah, like. <laughs> dude. No, straight up. Like I'm seeing, like, because I'm watching kids now, like, like just these fucking FaZe Clan kids that are like playing it, and they're like, oh, busting out my old Xbox, and they're like, I was six years, I'm like, shut up, anyways, <laughs> like, no, dude, they're just going into lobbies, like, new lobbies, and you're seeing, like, the 10th Prestige level 70s, like, yeah. dude, people literally blew off their old accounts, like, out of the dust, Oh, I'm like, sure. my time has come, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so crazy, like, it's just, and this is what, the other thing I wanted to segment into is that we now have a Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a new Transformers movie, which some would say kind of revived the, the series because we can't shout out Shia LaBeouf for the first two uh, were awesome movies in our childhood. And then the, I think the ones in the middle were kind of so-so. Yeah, the Mark Wahlberg ones were kind of meh. Man, they think they tried, but they also made them like three hours long, too. Like they made them yeah. way too long because they're kids movies. See, and that's what bumps me out. It's like, oh, like the Transformer movies, like. I know they did it a lot in the in the cartoons too, but like my whole thing about the Transformers is like I just want to watch robots kicking each other's asses for two and a half hours, you know. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of it, but like the, again, it like stops dead when it's just like humans, just like, oh, well, we need their technology to fight the robots. What if they leave? And blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, I don't care about that, you know. I want to see world-ending <laughs> robot fights. I don't care about that. I don't care about That's that. That's why we liked Pacific Rim. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude! Pacific yeah. Rim, that movie kicks ass. Yeah, dude, both of them do so good. Yeah. I don't. Uh, second one's kind of iffy, only because, in my personal opinion, as much as I love him, Charlie Day had, probably has the cringiest performance of his career in that <laughs> movie. It, it is a tad cringe because you make Charlie Day the evil guy. The dude's like five foot five, and he sounds how he sounds. Like that's not an evil guy. He's not evil. He was brainwashed. Right, whatever. Same shit. Different toilet. But no, I agree. So, anyways, we got a Transformers movie coming out. Um, and then tell us about, well, I mean, this is another spoiler alert if you haven't seen this, uh, but I guess, according to Christian, he told me that uh, G.I. Joe is throwing oh, their yeah, hat in the ring. Oh, that's a big with- spoiler. <laughs> um, yeah, so in uh, the new Transformers movie, which was awesome, by the way, yeah, like, uh, you get, like they have like their more like true-to-the-cartoon like yeah. designs yeah. and stuff. They also uh, integrate, um, what is it, uh, like, like Beast Wars into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have like, who do you have? You have a fucking, what's her name? 
I forget her name. The Eagle bitch. Yeah. And then you have, yeah. um, you know, Optimus Primal, yeah. which is cool. You have, uh, fuck, I can't even remember all their names right now. You got a few of the guys from, like, you know, the, Be- the Beast Wars, like, series. And um, didn't get Megatron. That was a bummer. No Megatron? No Megatron in that one. It was um, uh, 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 Scourge. I don't know who that is. I he's wasn't... like he's like the anti Optimus. Okay. Like he's like he's also a truck, but he's like a like a Mad Max looking like rust bucket truck. Nega Prime. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, careful. <laughs> no. Um. But uh. No, it was pretty sick. But like, yeah. After all, like the whole thing. Oh, also, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Plays uh, Mirage in that yeah. movie, which is fucking awesome. Like yeah. he actually does really good as Mirage. Yeah. I liked his character. Um. But yeah, like after after the end, you get like the main character guy, and he like gets called to a job interview. Cause he's like, you know, on hard times or whatever, needs to work to support his family. So he gets his job interview and then a guy's like, Oh, like basically just like, we know everything that happened. Like, he's just like, Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about it. Uh, you know? Yeah. And then he's just like, let me just give you my card. And then he like gives him a card and then like a bookcase opens up and you see like a spaceship and like a bunch of like war machines back there. And then he like flips the card over and it says GI Joe. And it was so funny. Cause me and my dad saw that. We were both just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. We're just going to have end game level now cinema, like just masterpieces that are just like they're toys that we played with. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. The Marvel Universe fucking set it up, man. They're like, oh, dude, let's just combine universes. And now yeah. Hasbro's like, oh, we could do that. I'm waiting you for know? I'm waiting for the now that we have Mario Kart. I'm waiting for the Smash or not Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Super Mario movie. I'm waiting for the Smash Bros movie. That would be amazing. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be <laughs> weird, but <laughs> it would be weird. But uh just like all the Fire Emblem characters, just yeah. like all brooding. I know stuff in the background. Well, like, like well, like uh, now this movie's been out long enough. So if you haven't seen it, or if you haven't seen anything about it, this is not even a spoiler anymore. But like at the end of the Mario movie, uh, the uh, Yoshi egg gets teased, and like yeah, it's like a little egg at the uh, end. I don't remember. Oh yeah, and um, it's like okay, so they got Yo- uh, point is is that we're uh, we're in a we're in a we're in a great time now. And Thor has decided now to play with his toy. <laughs> so it's up. Oh. Thor. Uh-oh. Hey. Oh. He's on one more. Go get it for him. That's a, no, it's all right. He just wants his pickle. We'll get uh, it for you, buddy. Pickle later. Yeah, pickle later, buddy. Um, no, man. I think that the world is just really looking out for people who can't escape real life. And it's just like, I miss G.I. Joe. Dude, I'm here for it. Honestly, like, I've never had a gripe with, like, the nostalgia thing. Like, I honestly love it because I know that when I was a kid and I watched Transformers and I watched G.I. Joe and all that shit, I was always like, man, if this was, like, real life, that'd be crazy. So, like, I guess, you know, CGI movies, like, that people spend billions of dollars on is, like, pretty close. You know, I'll I'll deal with it. When they built a giant Gundam in in Japan, dude, I lost my shit. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. That was, like... I was like, oh, I love I love the world I live in. Also, add this movie to the collection of movies that I just wish smoking was still legal everywhere. <laughs> oh, man, I got to tell you, every time I see an old movie and there's a cigarette involved. Are you talking about Oppenheimer? Oh, so, mm, 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 yeah, dude. Yeah, every dude, time. Dude smokes a lot. So much. I feel like that's like a part of his acting guild is that he's a he's a brutal. He just looks actor. really hot when he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, dude. That's, <laughs> he smokes all the time. We were just talking about like in the whole movie. I mean, we're both huge fans of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. It's all we saw. Like when I was waiting yeah. for him to do the thing with the with the cigarette, how he like, <laughs> lips, like what puts it on his lips, you know? Yeah. Such a great actor. No, yeah, that was cool. Like when he's like writing on the chalkboard and he just has a cigarette hanging out. He's just like, and then. Yeah. So many parts of that movie were so funny. Like when he was just like, like there was a part where he's like, see, it's not possible. And then it just shows this chalkboard with a bunch of fucking yeah. formulas. And like, yeah. <laughs> you were just like, I, I guess, man. Man, shout out to anyone out there studying any kind of scientific background because that looks like schizophrenia on ice. Yeah, like dude. that looks insane. Like if you're that, like I, I knew dudes who got into coding and stuff like that after high school and like watching them just make the most, the, the most basic things, but spend hours on doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. a special person. It, it, it definitely takes some level of obsession to get that crazy about it. I don't know. I hope a movie's made about us. <laughs> I want a basement dwelling movie. <laughs> what, so would bad. It, what would it be? Because we're going to innovate the podcasting scene in Arizona, dude. Oh. And the final scene is me shaking hands with Joe Rogan, played by Joe Rogan. Oh. And he's like, you're in the hot seat now, kid. You know what I mean? Dang. It's kind of like the end of Juice when he's like, you got the juice now, kid. (laughs) You know? 
<laughs> but I want to be played. Uh, I want to be played by. Who am I played by? My mom would say I'd get played by Rob Kardashian. My mom thinks Rob I, Kardashian. My mom thinks I look like Rob Kardashian. Dang. Who'd you say that I looked like? I look like one of the Baldwin brothers in your eyes. Yeah, I think you look like a Baldwin. Yeah. One of the Baldwins would play me. Well, no, they're old. Um, uh, Christian, welcome to the uh, basement dweller. <laughs> you need someone, someone younger. We do like uh, who's the guy that's doing the the cringe Wonka now? Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, we'll make him put on a couple pounds. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Pete Davidson to do it. I still hold firm that if they ever make a Hercules movie, Timothy Chalamet has to play young Hercules and old Hercules. Mm-hmm. And like he just has to start the movie because, you know, Hercules starts out really skinny. Yeah. He needs to start the movie as regular Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And then dude just needs to get stacked. Huge. Yeah. And then just play a big Hercules. Kind of like, uh, what's his name? Who's that comic that was in the Eternals that got super shredded? I mean, he was definitely taking steroids, but... Um... Uh, Camille, Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You got fucking shredded for that. I don't know, who would play you? Oh. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Bug. Danny Trejo just having a, a conversation with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Let's see, they get that. Sounds play. like we picked our own characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're frontlining the whole movie. What do you mean? This is going to be produced with our own fortune. <laughs> you know, Jacob. <laughs> I watched the Oppenheimer movie and I was very impressed. Yes, yes. Why don't you tell me about it? That is, you're, you're going, I feel it sounds like you're going a little bit into Shatner there. I could do that. <laughs> you want to do Shatner? I'll do Shatner. <laughs> or can I do? Can I do? Uh, can I have? Um, no, uh, with Alec Baldwin, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of whisper a little oh, bit. You yeah, gotta talk yeah. really fast. I'll talk really fast. Like yes, we, we went and saw, we went and saw Oppenheimer, and yeah. it was all about the nukes and yeah. Cillian Murphy was amazing in that movie. And blah, blah, blah. that was good. Yeah, that was, I like that. <laughs> That's how you got to talk. Bro. I was going like, yeah, like I could see it now. I was going kind of like Goldblum slash Shatner. Yeah, you were like, uh, oh, yes. Why don't um, you uh, tell me about the movie? Yeah, <laughs> it was Goldblum. <laughs> Listen, I, I saw a movie called uh, Oppenheimer, and uh, boy, I tell you, it was a hot one for sure. <laughs> Damn. That's who I want to have on the show. Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum. Dude, yeah. that would be insane. That would be crazy, and I feel like... Neither of us would know what the fuck he was talking about the whole time. Yeah. I saw his Hot Ones episode. Dude. Oh, yeah. We watched it together. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What a weird fucking guy. Yeah. I like, I can't watch it. Just yeah, go watch, watch it. it. Yeah. This is a free. This it's, is a free. It's a free show. Go watch it. It's very interesting. He's really weird. And this is a free promotion. Check out Hot Ones because phenomenal show if you don't watch it. But uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum was on there and that man is just an amalgam. No, he can't play me, though, because he's just I got to I don't know. I feel like I can't lie to myself. This is this is the biggest I've ever been. I feel like I have to have a big guy play me, and then and then we can make a cameo. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Like how they always do. Like they're like 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 watch <laughs> five years from now we're gonna be like doing a live show at like the like the Nile or something like uh-huh. that. You know what I mean? Okay. And then like whoever it's just it's Billy Baldwin and Jenny Trejo signing autographs, <laughs> and then it's just us coming like oh we're your favorite we're like your number one fans. I want to be a boom guy that trips. That'd be cool. Just like it cuts to me and I'm just like oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like a guy in the front that's like laughing way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was very on the nose. Yeah. Like, These guys are so fucking so funny. We also watched the Weird Al movie. I don't even think we talked about that. We haven't talked Speaking about Speaking of movie. on the nose. Slept on movie, by the way. I, I think, think it's only available on Roku. We need to call Tony of Scaredy Cast and just see if he wants to do a three-man podcast about movies because I feel like I'm having so much fun right now. Dude, I love talking about movies. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that movie's fucking ridiculous. If you like the movie Walk Hard, watch that movie. It's yeah, fucking great. It's so fun on Roku TV, and I know most of you have a Roku TV. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of or or you can acquire it illegally probably. So. But we're definitely not advocating for that. But I'm advocating for that. He's not advocating for that. But you could through scrupulous. How do you say it? Scrupulous. I don't know what you're trying to say. I asked Courtney how to say it the other day, and once again, I fumbled it. Scrupulous. Yes, scrupulous. Okay. I want. What does that mean? I don't know. I feel like sometimes you use a lot of words. Oh, are we having this conversation now? I feel like sometimes you use a Is lot of words. Is this the appropriate time to have this conversation Is right it? now? Are you about to get <laughs> me right You do it now? on the show all the time. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Christian's just going to call out my George Bush mannerisms. Can't fool me again. That's you know what, what I mean? he does. He totally does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christian's going to... Now's I the time. I'll let you. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll we leave waited it. 95 episodes, and now here it comes. Look... I'm going to be real with all of you. So, so those of you who don't know about me, my name is Jacob Santoro, and I went to high school with a lot of people who still listen at a wonderful place called Dysart High School. And at Dysart High School, I became a super senior, and I failed English. 
<laughs> because of the asshole of a teacher that I had. She, she wasn't an asshole. I feel bad for saying that. But you know what it kind of reminds me of? What? Remember how like Mike Tyson when he was a boxer, how he like people were like, he's not traditionally educated. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, yeah, we know. Like we could tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And then like I think he kind of took that to heart and started learning. You know, and then he did that, but then like in his like side interviews or whatever, he would start doing that. He would start using a lot of words. He would use them correctly, but it was you could just tell like bro like went through a thesaurus, a thesaurus. A thesaurus. That was was that an unintentional joke? That, what did you just make fun of him on? Accident? I did not do that on purpose. That's so funny. <laughs> that means you're interesting. That means your subconscious wanted to make fun of Mike Tyson. Maybe your I mean, intrusive, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the intrusive thoughts of one. <laughs> Another bleeding out now. Um, he read a thesaurus. He read a thesaurus, and like, like, what was that one? Who's just like, you can't beat me. He's like, my technique is impregnable. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And everyone was just like, settle down, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like the part where he was just like, I broke my back, yeah. and they're like, what kind of injury was it? He was like, spinal. <laughs> oh, all right, it's time for the Mike Tyson hour. My favorite. <laughs> Support the show. Patreon.com slash Basement Dweller Productions. Thank you all so much for the support. And now more of the Basement Dwellers. That guy was the best, man. Mike Tyson is the best. I, I liked his shit talking. I just watched a TikTok of him when he's talking about that guy. And he's like, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. He's like, and let me tell you something. You're going to kiss me good. When you yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I'm going to make you my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you better be sweet and kiss me after. <laughs> it's like, what? Did, can you imagine if Mike Tyson says that to you? Oh, my God. He says something really fucked up. I can't <sighs> remember what it was, but he said something about like, oh, something like he's going to knock him out and like. He's gonna R word him or something huh? like, like R word him. Yeah, something yeah, like dude, that. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but I, we won't repeat it. But <laughs> it was fucked up. But you know, I guess that was the mind game back then. You know, I want to be played by Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes, and welcome to episode. <laughs> so, if you want to acquire the Weird Al Yankovic movie <laughs> through scrupulous activities, it's just him. It's both parts, but he's in wigs. <laughs> He wears different costumes, <laughs> like uh, like how Army Hammer, like how Army Hammer played twins in uh, the Social Network. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It'll just be Mike Tyson, but like, yeah, just like it. And just a reminder that we do have ba- that's kind of ice. And cube. he keeps the tattoo. He he keeps the face tattoo on for yeah. both of us. No, no. What if we do Ice Cube and Mike Tyson? So they both sound like this. You mean Ice T? Ice T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was going kind of, I was going kind of Ice T with it. And this next segment. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Babe and Doyle Productions, and you too can have a penis drawn. <laughs> That'd be <That's> sweet. So <laughs> That'd be sweet. It would. It would be funny, like to do that to make like an actual produced like movie and something or something like yeah. that. And it's like the characters are intentionally like just way off on purpose. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Oh my god, what was it on? Um, was a date movie. <laughs> like where she's like, I gotta go, and she like gets on the motorcycle. And then she does a wheel, and it's just like a buff black dude stump double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, just man. saying, man. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of time pieces coming out. It'd be cool to have a based on dollar one. It would be. I don't think we've done anything to merit a movie. Oh, zero percent. We're fucking nobody. <laughs> if it's one thing Oppenheimer taught me is that we are nobody. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but humbled us real quick. Patreon.com slash Basement Dweller Productions, and you too can fund the Basement Dweller movie. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be sweet. Danny Trejo would probably do it. We honestly. could do like a like a tenacious D kind of thing, where like uh, from a young age, <laughs> Jacob knew he was a podcaster. I just watched that movie like the other day too. Oh, yeah, I did too. I was actually gonna message you that I did. Really? What day did you watch it? Like a day and a half ago. I watched it while I was working. Dude, me too. Did we watch Tenacious D on the same day? On separate time. I'll hold my hand. Oh, I'm sorry. We're fucking telepathic, dude. I'm sorry, my hands are all sweaty. It's okay. They are. This thing's hot. Yeah. <laughs> This thing. Just if think, you can't see this little thinking about the movie still making my give me swamp ass. <laughs> the movie's just making you sweaty too. Yeah, man, nukes are a thing. They it, burn the world alive. It would be so fun to make a movie though, wouldn't it? Do you feel like? Do you feel like if someone came to you and was like, hey, "Let's just play our scenario game, right?" Mm. You get five hundred million dollars to make a fucking cool movie. 
<laughs> you get a year and a half to write it, and then you get two years to shoot it. You think Is you can do it? $500 million solely going to production of the movie? Let's see. Or, or does either. that count like people's paychecks and shit too? I would say that's the paychecks. Like, let's see how, let's see how much did Endgame. Uh, $356 million to make Endgame. So I'm assuming, so let's base it off that variable. So the highest grossing movie of all time got $356 million as a budget. Okay. So you got three and a half years to essentially make a movie. Do you feel like you could make a movie good enough to, for people to be like, wow, that was a great movie? Yes. Yeah? Yes. I would like to say that I would. I, I think I would. would but you, see, the thing is, it's like, this is the thing. It's like, you have to, it's not just, if it's just me making the movie, I think I can make a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, not saying, like, just me writing it or anything like that, but, like, not having to go through, like, the like, like the loopholes and the, you know, the legalities of shit. The bureaucracy? Yeah, like, people are like, oh, you can't say that in the movie. Oh, you can't do that in the yeah. movie. Oh, you can't do that here. Yeah. You know? That would suck. Because I know, like, the writer's original vision for a movie is way better than the final product all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know? But it's your money, so you don't even need producers. Oh, um... Because that's usually who gets the most, who, who gives the most pushback. So you're saying, I get to write the movie, I get to pick everything about it, the locations, the actors. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's your no, money. Nobody gets to touch it. Mm. You'll have people that try to like, you know, advise you. But you have final but say. But I could just be like, no. You have final say. Um, yeah. I think I can make a good movie. Do you feel like it would take you $356 million? No. Really? A, a movie about me? No, just a movie. So that was going to be my second question. So like, okay. what, what kind of genre would you make it? Sci-fi. Ooh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Would you take on a project that has been made, like an IP, or would you come up with your own? I'd probably do my comic book. That'd be sweet. That would be sweet. Now are we doing like Guardians of the Galaxy, like, like human CGI? Or um, are we doing like animation? So I think I would do it kind of like how Deadpool did it. You know, where it's like most of his suit is like normal, but like the face has like very minor CGI in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so like my main character in my comic book's a chicken, mm-hmm. right? Or chicken man. Yeah. You know, so I think I would do that. I would have like a realistic, like a person, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, his like spacesuit or whatever. And he would have prosthetic hands because my chicken guy has like three fingers, you know, his mm-hmm. talons. And then I would have him wear a mask or a helmet or whatever, you know, and I would animate that. Like that would put like I would do like the little mocap thing on the face, okay, and somehow figure out a way to animate it so that way it would look somewhat real, on a real body. Okay, I think I would do so a, semi CGI. I'd like to do like a drama, oh, or like a like a like a sad like a real sad romance movie, like an Eternal Sunshine kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Or I'd want to do like um like a period piece would be cool. Like if I think of like movies that I would like to direct, I think of like the movie like Zodiac. Or like the social network, you know, like that would be sweet. Okay. You know, I found out actually the other day, did you know that Trent Reznor made the sound or the, the soundtrack for uh, social network? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And I've been saying that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I still have not seen that movie. What? I still have not seen the social network. You've had to be giving me some real pushback because there's no way as your friend, I've allowed you to go that long without seeing the movie. No, we just, you, you, I think it's cause I always like. Gave you the impression that I've seen it. How would you do that? Because like you'll talk about stuff in the movie, and I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, that that. Wow. I, I have an, I have a basic idea of the movie. Like it's been out for what for fifteen years. Yeah, you also know who Mark Zuckerberg is. Yeah, and I know most of that how that shit shook out. You know, so it's like I don't have to really guess at the movie too much. But like, yeah, whenever you talk about, it, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, you know. And then I can tell this is bothering you a lot. It Look is kind of you. bothering me. Did you see my face change? Yeah, why are you so upset about it? I want to watch it. We should watch it. We could watch it. Oh, so you're not even opposed to it? No, I just haven't seen it. I oh, never you got made it sound like it. you just made it sound like you've pretended to see it, so I don't have to make you watch it. Because everyone no. I've made watch it, they find it insufferable. <laughs> what if I watch it and we're just not friends anymore? It's like I can't, I can't believe you made me watch that dog shit movie. That was the worst movie of all time. <laughs> And we're going to treat the podcast like it's a separated like child. Like it's like one week you host, the next week I host. Like we just can't <laughs> be in the same fucking room anymore. Damn. I mean, are you going to think it's like a cinematic masterpiece? Probably not. It's just it's one of my favorite movies. Like I, you like you showed me The Departed when we were kids. That's one of my favorite movies. Exactly. And I yeah. loved that movie. I feel like there's not a lot of movies you've showed me that like I would say I hated. 
That's called having great taste. Or just the same taste as your best fucking friend. Now let's talk about me <laughs> having great taste. I don't know. if I, Have I shown you any other movies? Have I ever made you watch any other movies? Um, you made me watch Walk Hard, which I do love that movie. Um, movie. I feel like I make you watch a lot of comedy movies. Did we watch Shaun of the Dead together? Yeah. Did I show you that one? I, you know, I, I think that one was like, I saw it once when I was like younger and I just kind of was like, I never really paid attention to it. You know, like it was around, like I saw parts of it here and there. And then like, I sat down with you and watched it and I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. What are some other of your favorite movies? I'll let you know if, I, if I've seen well, it. Well, I, I know you've seen, I was going to say you've seen it, but I, 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 we watched Airplane together. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's really been a lot. I just could have sworn as as obsessed. That was the only Xbox movie I actually purchased and didn't rent. I owned that Xbox or that movie on my Xbox. Man. Like I watched it that much. I own a lot of movies on my Xbox. Yeah. Like I I definitely can tell you that that movie is one of those movies that it's like I could quote most of that movie right now. I think that I think movies that you're willing to download on your Xbox actually says a lot about you. What do you mean? I don't know. Because I'm thinking about the movies that I have and I'm like. So like let me let me try to just rattle off a couple of the ones that I remember. Okay. So I have uh, the original Dune movie, the nineteen eighties one. I've got Deadpool because you and I went to go see that together, and I love that movie, mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. I've got all three of the Evil Dead movies, and I have the two thousand twelve release Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. uh, Valerian. You remember that one? It was a uh, the movie directed by uh, Luke Besson from uh, the Fifth Element. Okay. You know, that movie's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's a good one. Get him to the Greek. <laughs> and I think for forgetting Summer Marshall too. Um I feel like you have a lot of fun like you have a lot of taste for funny movies because you know that I'm boring and that's usually the only movies I like to watch. I don't think you're boring. I like we saw Oppenheimer today and we're I literally like period pieces and funny <coughs> movies. Like I, I like some dramas, I like crime movies. The only ones I just don't like are horror movies. I don't know, the, the they're rebooting the Exorcist and that looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, there was a. It wasn't a reboot; it was a sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they had a. They had the chick. Em, uh, and there was, a, there was a there was a flash in the preview, of the the what's his, the priest priest or whatever the fuck he was. Oh, when he yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah. I remember being a kid and seeing that movie for the first time, and I was like, "My family is a bunch of pussies." If like, like, what do you mean people <laughs> like ran out and threw up and fucking. This just leads me to believe that people were like watching tale, like like the creature from the Black Lagoon, and were just like, ah, like, yeah, dude. It's like that's how I felt with um, what was it Paranormal? The first Paranormal Activity movie. Yeah, you remember when that movie came out? Everybody was like, it's the scariest movie of all time. Blah mm. blah 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 blah. I forget. And there was like, what was it? I remember there was a whole thing where they were like recording people's reactions. And yeah, 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 and. Uh, that movie was not scary. No. No. That pissed me off. I was mad at how not scary that movie but was. But I am also a huge baby, and, and there are a lot of movies I do find very scary that I won't watch. Just because they're kind of scary. Scary. Like, like what? We, are, oh. we already know Fire in the Sky because, ew. Yeah, but. it's aliens. Um, I mean, a lot of things are like body horror. But again, it's specific because it's like I don't like body horror gore house films, but I'm excited for Saw 10 to come out. See, I like gore. I don't like body horror. So, like, I'll watch people getting chopped up and sawed in half and their faces ripped off and stuff, but I will not watch, like, like, fire, like fire in the sky, like, where yeah. dudes growing tentacles and, you know, aliens are having babies in your stomach type yeah. of shit. That being said, I also really, really, really love the alien movies, which goes against all of that. Right. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. So, it's just, like, I have favorite gore house films, but, like, for the most part, if you're, like, you want to watch this? No. Like, do I want to watch the new Evil Dead? No. The reason why is because I tried to give the 2013 one or whatever it was a chance and it was so fucking gross that I didn't want to watch it because oh, yeah. b- because because we've gone so far with video and practical effects that like it looks so real to me that it just makes me feel sick. Yeah, man. I, I hold firm that I think practical effects are the way to go. Oh, for sure. But it gets perfected when you just sprinkle a little bit of like CGI. No. You know? Like the part in um in the 2012 Evil Dead movie where the chick's like sawing her face off with yeah. a piece of the mirror. Yeah. Oh, that part creeps me out. So gross. Yeah, see, I can't handle that stuff. It just bums me out. There's a formula to it. Like if I watch it with you at the house and I can talk through it, mm-hmm. I feel better. Yeah, because I'll course. pay I'll pay attention, but I also want to be like I I have no shame in just not hiding. My, like oh, dude, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like I don't you know. I I, I don't know, man. I I definitely like to scare myself mm-hmm. 
Like, I was so mad because, like, the new Evil Dead movie. Uh, is it Evil Dead? It is Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Um, the new Evil Dead movie is on HBO or Max, whatever it's nope. called now. And I was going to watch it the other night, but our internet was being shitty. Mm. <laughs> and I was so pissed because mm. I wasn't able to. But I was alone in my room in the dark. And I was like, oh, let's do this tonight. Like, see how this goes. And I, I wasn't able to, so I'm sad. Still haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it soon. I was going to say, you can watch it any time at your leisure. I know. Also, it's almost football season. Oh, God. Here we go, baby. <laughs> I will be in Las Vegas uh, on August 4th, 13th to watch the Raiders play the 49ers. And he's going to miss my birthday. Yep. yep. But I can really quickly show you the text message that Christian says where he says, don't worry about it. So He should worry about it. Well, you can come with me. Yeah. Got to pay for your own ticket. No. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it is almost football season. Um, dare I, in the year 2023, start gambling on football? <laughs> I have been considering it. It sounds very fun. I love uh, words like parlay, even though I have no idea what it means. <laughs> but I want to be a part of that culture. Anti up. Uh, yeah. Parlay. Yeah. The, you know, just the vig. You, you know, like I've just been watching it, dude. I'm going to keep saying it until it becomes a reality. I have been watching so much gambling videos on YouTube. So much poker. So much poker. And then I've been watching like fantasy stuff, like football and stuff. <laughs> I say just do it, man. It's I think happening, the man. Thing is, it's like happening. With gambling, if you want to gamble professionally, like poker tournaments and stuff like that, you need a mentor. You know, Call my dad. Your dad is not a professional gambler. Oh, my dad could totally be a professional gambler. You think he could? Oh, yeah. I think so. That's oh. a great player. I mean, that's that's cool. But, but who's my mentor? Are you going to say you? No. Oh, I thought Fuck the, no. Are you serious? I thought you were gonna be like, I know a guy. I do know a guy that could that could mentor. Oh yeah, you. we've talked about that. Because I have a buddy who actually does compete in pro poker tournaments. I hit up and Joe. He's not, he's not bad at it. I'll hit up Joe from episode three of the show. Okay. No, he's not he's not your friend, remember? I know he hates me. <laughs> I don't think that's true. That he's, bummed me out, dude. No, I'm he's sorry. a good I know guy. Like no, I know he listens too. And I, I want to take the time <laughs> to say that he is one of the sweetest men of all time. I just give him crap because He's just very cool, calm, and collected, and it's hard to read that that mannerism sometimes. He was nothing but a pleasure on that show. <laughs> he just, it's just, you know, I have this horrible problem where if you're not instantly stoked on me, I think you hate me. So, well, yeah, that was also like, you know, what, two, two years ago? Now. Almost. Almost, right? Fucking A. So, like, yeah, no, that was the part. Can I say the part? It's on the, uh, yeah, it's on the episode. Yeah, so there was a part it. where you were like, I have my friend Joe. He's like, yeah, he's, like, we're not friends. he's just like, we're not really friends. We kind of, we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, damn. Yeah. Uh, that's when I was like, first bugging you, like, hey, Jacob, make me a co-host. You need a buffer. And you're like, no, I'm going to do it by myself. And then you get third episode. Dude, it says we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Don't be sorry. My dad really wants Robert Kennedy on the podcast. Who? Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy. The Kennedy who's running for president. Of the Kennedys. It's so funny. Like, I'm not going to get too much into it, but let me just say, <laughs> my dad has been non-ironically just being like, I'm just, he's been like, he'll be like, you got to get him on. And I thought he was like joking because he knows where we stand. And like, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, I made like a joke when he came to visit. I was like, oh, hold on. I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for a text back from him. <laughs> like I haven't, you know, like I've just been, you know, and he's like, I'm just saying he's been on a lot of dude shows. And I'm like, do you really think that we'll get Robert Kennedy president? Uh, like, candidate to come he's like i'm just saying if you get that i'll come i'll come do the show and i was like i don't know if you're serious or not we have to get robert kennedy on for you to come to the show yeah dad i know <laughs> i know he doesn't listen i want to fuck with him so bad and i, and I want to try somehow some way to make it look legit that we actually got like like skyping in from hey, like man. an email's an email that's right. You can just send him an email. He might respond. Again, shout out Tony to Scaredy Cast gave me the best advice I've ever heard, which is literally the worst they'll say is no. That man has done so much for his show, like when it comes to live events and being parts of conventions and getting actual like no note like people who are known onto his show all by just cold calling strangers. Yeah, man. That's all it takes. We need an unpaid intern to do that. Anyone anyone want to do that, please reach out to tbdmanchild at gmail.com subject line will work for free. 
<laughs> because we can't pay you. I'm trying to avoid this camera angle as much as I can. This I know. Is it driving you crazy? bothering me. It's it like, definitely feels like we're like in one of those optical illusion rooms. Where yeah, like, it looks like, like our house is slanted. Yeah, that, it looks yeah. like I'm sinking. Yeah, that'd be a cool effect. Just like, it's like every episode I just slowly tilt the... <laughs> we're just on the walls. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> I mean... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> if we get Robert Kennedy on, it's part of the movie. Hey, Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. I know. With you you want to be president, you come on our show. And we will get you the followers, my friend. <laughs> I always think about what it would really be like to have someone. Re- I mean, we've had a lot of amazing people on this show. Um, a lot of Arizona local fame, famous people, people who do a lot in the community. And I will cherish every single one of those episodes. But I'm legitimately waiting for a day where... Jeff Goldblum. I'm I'm talking <laughs> even just like heroes of ours, like like just being like for some reason I one day we're just hanging out and I get a fucking email from like our publicist that says, "Hey, did you? Uh, I have Max Crosby reaching out, like saying <laughs> that he really likes the show and he wants wow. to be a part of." It. For God's sakes, Tom Segura hangs out with Jason Momoa now. There's pictures of them at the comedy store just hanging out. Yeah, I mean he was a famous comedian before his podcast, but I dig- I'm just saying that like if I had like a hero come on. Yeah, dude, that'd be sick. I like, mean, do you know what I would do if Max Crosby of the of the Raiders came on and I just got to talk to him? Yeah, I don't know who, like who's like a hero figure, not a famous figure, like a hero figure for you. For me, uh, we get like a, what's his name from Ghost? Damn, Tobias Forge, that'd be yeah. sick. But I don't know. I kind of hear he's a dick. I want to thank you for letting me on this podcast. Just, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> thank you for having me on the basement dweller. Yeah, <laughs> that's him talking in the voice. But um, does he not really sound like that? No, he just sounds like a. Dude with a Swedish accent. It doesn't sound like a vampire? No. I mean, he has a little bit of an accent, but it's not nothing, like, crazy. He definitely hams it up for the show. I don't know, man. Um, I'm trying to think of someone that I would want on that wouldn't be someone who's a like, piece of shit. Well, someone who's not, on, uh, someone who's not like, a famous, famous person in the eye of the world, but, like, in your world, it's like... <sighs> I have one. Uh, 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 what's his name? Todd McFarlane. God damn it. Oh, Spawn creator. Yeah. Todd McFarlane. Yeah, no. He he didn't just create Spawn either. He like I think like Image Comics is like his whole yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I just know him for Spawn. Well, yeah, but he also, also makes awesome action figures. Oh, yeah. He I will reap what I sow because nothing makes me less anxious than just roasting the person on that couch over there. So <laughs> I would love for nothing more than just to heckle someone who's just infinitely more famous and powerful than we are. It would be a little bit of a power trip, but yeah. I mean, how far is that going to get us? What if, what if like we do it and then Max Crosby just like grabs you by the neck? He's just like, if you fucking air that episode, I'll end you. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> That'd be my Howard Stern moment, dude. Yeah. Yeah, do you think the show's not gonna go on? Damn, you're just first like, of I, all. You're just like, I won't, I won't, first, I won't, and yeah. then you like, no, 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 no. First of all, we have a contract. Okay. Yeah, we do. We do have a contract that you will sign, so I could post whatever I want. I'm not gonna like berate the shit out of him. I'm just gonna make little jokes. What if he brings like a lawyer and he's like, "We need to re- revise this. We need to rewrite this. This nope. is ambiguously worded." Nope. I'm over it. Get out. <laughs> really? From yep. X Crosby? Oh yeah, I'm over it. Damn. It could be fucking Richard Garfield, creator of Magic: The Gathering. You could be a fucking punk ass. I was like the creator of Garfield, <laughs> Mr. Garfield. Yeah. Andrew Garfield? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that, it, like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how famous you are. If you're going to be a nitpicky dick about it, like, don't enjoy my show. What's our rule? What's I'm our rule? Saying, I'm just saying, when you work with celebrities, that's kind of the deal. Nah, man. I don't care who you are. If Jesus Christ himself was like, I got to reschedule again, I'd be like, well, you're rescheduling. How about never? So, how about we're Satanists now? Yep. <laughs> yep. I ain't got no time for you, Jesus. <laughs> You can cancel on me three times. Everybody gets three times. So I tell everyone, I'm not like saying one time and we're done, but I've definitely had multiple people already be like, oh, we got to reschedule, got to reschedule, got to reschedule. Dunzo list. We've had had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Life is busy, but like, don't dangle that carrot. It's just like, man, you set a deadline. Like, yeah. It's not next on. week. Yeah. We, we used to, back in the heyday, when we were really good at this, we were booking like two months out. Yeah. Now it's just the two of us because we're getting lazy. 
No, I like. It's not that we're lazy. It's that you know we just needed a break from guests because you know all the episodes have been us with someone else. And honestly, I feel like no, it it is true because like when I when I'm here with you, just you, it's us, right? No. But I know that when we have a guest on, it's you talking to the guest, and I'm here for like buffer. Like I said, like when stuff gets weird and quiet, like that's when I say something. Mm You know, and that's just because I don't want p- too many people to be talking at once. And then at the same time, I'm also dealing with cameras and shit. Yeah. So I don't really talk as much when we have guests on. So, yeah, so we're, we don't have guests because I want to be I want to be part of the show again. You've always been able to be part of the show. No, I know. We have people who would um, help us do episodes so that way you don't have to man the cameras. That's true. So, yeah, don't worry about that, bubs. I'm not worried that I'm going to get like asked out or anything like that. I mean, like, it's just like, I know, I understand the assignment when we have guests. Well, it's funny you say that. Coming to the stage now is my litigation lawyers. Christian, you've been fired. Oh, God. <laughs> I get it, man. No, it's not, it's not like something I'm upset about. It's some, just how it has to work. Otherwise, everybody's talking at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I've also wanted to, to say, too, is I a lot of people have asked us why not the whole band. As fun as that sounds, in theory, that's my biggest fear, too, is people talking over each other. Yeah. It is hard to even have two guests sometimes, especially when they spend a lot of their waking times together, because most of our duos are musicians that are in bands together. Mm -hmm. And you can always tell in those episodes, there's one person who just talks like 80% of the time. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad, because I do feel like the other person has something to say. And if you don't have something to say, I'm like, why'd you come? Right. Um, but then, or it's like you have people getting excited and then, yeah, it just sounds like we're all well, arguing. Yeah. I mean, like a good example was like our episode when we had scary, scary cast on, mm-hmm. you know, cause that was like, our chemistry was all so good. You know, mm-hmm. we all were like pretty much instantly friends, mm-hmm. you know, when we did the episode, but it's like a lot of us were talking a lot at the same time, you know? And I know that if you go back on that episode, there's a little bit of like, <laughs> like interrupting yeah. here and there, you know, it's, a, it's like, it's not, it's not bad. It's just what happens when people get passionate about conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you kind of forget the cameras are here and we just want to have a loud, you know, bro talk. So it happens. It happens. No, it does happen. And I can't wait to see how Danny Trejo and Billy Baldwin handle this in the Basement Dweller movie as well. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's got to be fun to like have a movie based on your life. Yeah. Like, what do you think Zuck was doing when they were like, uh, they just greenlit a movie about your likeness? He was probing humans and flying around in his spaceship. Yeah. He said, I'm in the middle of feeding time. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what? The collective is coming. <laughs> all, what do you need that could be so praise urgent? the hive mind like this status. <laughs> like this status. <laughs> Damn, I like to think of I, I can't wait. Oh, I miss Tom. Dude. Oh, I do, do, do. I wonder what Tom's up to. What's Tom up to? I hope to? he's okay. Yeah. We got to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. What? The fucking alien deposition uh who cares about that come on man aliens are real are you surprised i'm not no no one is uh did you see that the bass player or i think i think it's the bass player for blink 182 mm. like because you know he i, I i'm totally i'm not a blink 182 fan i could be wrong i know it's one of the stringed musicians tom is this tom he left because he went to go hunt for aliens yeah and there's a video of him now he's just like, i just want to say fuck everybody i was right the whole fucking time <laughs> yeah, yeah. fuck all you for thinking i was crazy right yeah that's so crazy but i think now so this is where i'm gonna I'll, I'll i'll say that my one and only conspiracy thing for the episode this is why you know some real shit's going down because they're like let's talk more about aliens that's what they didn't talk about in the oppenheimer movie was how he got help from the aliens to make the nukes yeah yeah, correct. <laughs> no, but like, don't you agree with that? Like, I feel like every time the government's throwing like a Hail Mary at us, mm-hmm. like there's some other shit we should be worried about. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, that's the thing. I feel like if they're telling us, I feel like it's not really a reason to be alarmed. You know, I don't know, because I saw some other things that people were like, oh, yeah, they also declassified that we are deconstructing our reverse engineering and alien technology. And we've also made contact with interdimensional beings and this, that, and the other. And I was just like, damn, like, yeah. well, the timeline hasn't broken yet. So I think we're good. Like every day we go further and further into a zone where I'm almost comfortable with just never showing up to work again because I'm gambling that by next week we're all going to be dead. Like. I yeah. feel like the time is running out slowly, but surely. And I'm just like, man, I need one piece of critical information on the news where I can just be like, 
Goodbye. I'm going to go be feral till the world explodes. <laughs> See, my thing is like, I think I like to think that if an alien civilization is advanced enough to reach out to us interdimensionally or whatever, however they are doing it, that they understand that the preservation of life is paramount. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that if they're, if they're advanced enough, right. Cause if they're advanced enough to go speeding at the speed of light through the stars and shit, they probably also understand like if there's other civilizations out there, why would we want to destroy them? Yeah. And xenophobia is a thing with, you know, people who don't understand what they're dealing with. But again, this is a really good good segue. I mean, not segue, but kind of throwback to like when I mentioned the movie Valerian yeah. before, because that's actually a big thing in that movie. Is like that's the whole opening scene. Is it plays the Major Tom song or whatever, and yeah. then it's like it shows like this little space station, you know, above Earth, and it grows and grows and grows, and that's what that's why it's called the the the. I forget. It's called the City of a Thousand Planets. That's what it is. Because it's a giant space station that a bunch of alien civilizations have left their mark on and it turned into a giant space city. Here's the way I look at it, amigo. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel like if the United States invented warp travel and we showed up on a planet that was so friendly and they're like, welcome to our planet. Mm-hmm. And like, we're like, please have uh, these big rocks that we eat. And it's just like diamonds. Mm-hmm. I feel like we wouldn't be like, Wow, thank you. I feel like we'd be like, all right, well, this is ours now. We need so all the diamonds. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like if a, if a, if a species is out there that has invented... <laughs> we are an, an alien civilization that exists solely... We subsist solely on nutrients from motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> or like... Well, like crude oil. Like the opposite of science. Like, like, or not science, War of the Worlds. Like maybe they just need water. You know what I mean? Like... That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you they're here, there's no way. I am a firm believer that it is not a peaceful message. You think? Mm-mm. I think that we are eons dumber than uh, uh, an alien race that have invented warp speed. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be treated as such. Like, we are literally gorillas at the zoo. Like, to alien invaders. Man. Well, today wasn't already a bummer. I know, man. <laughs> This just goes to show why you need to support your local podcast, basementdweller.com slash <laughs> our website, patreon.com slash basementdwellerproductions. While the world's ending, you could the just... The planet's going to get ionized yeah, anyways. Your on, money dude. doesn't mean anything. Literally, just, man, what is $5 a month in the grand scheme of things really doing in your pocket when we know in like six months... Yeah, we're going to be using quatloos instead of dollars. Space credits. <laughs> Fucking fuck George Lucas, by the way, for just calling them credits credits what a what a lazy like tolkien invented currency yes but you have to think about it you know in star wars there's lots of planets every planet before they get integrated into you know the the empire the the republic whatever you want to call it is going to have their own currency so yeah they used credits because it's just one it's basically the u.s dollar of space you know that'd be a fun thing to do i wish star wars was real I don't even want to be like a Jedi or anything. I just want to be like a ne'er do well on like a like a like a hive planet. That sounds fun, like some Necromunda shit from Warhammer. You know, <laughs> you do not want Warhammer. No, I don't. No, that's like the death sentence. I just want to live like a cool rogue, like Han Solo, where some big aliens like and I'm like, hey, I already paid you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then you just fucking yeah, I know. You know, like this was a good movie episode. Yeah, man. I hope this inspired everyone to go watch the movies. Um. Are you doing anything Wednesday? Uh, no. Maybe when I get off work, we can go see Barbie? Yes. Maybe do that? Yeah, I'm done. That'd be cool. Anything else? The world's going to end Yeah. in a fiery explosion, yeah. either caused by us or by aliens. Yeah. Hopefully you don't, you know. Maybe just that's what I'm hoping for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I would do in like my last like if like I saw like the when I was like looking at it I'm like what am I gonna do right dude, now dude remember I sent you that video yesterday real quick I mean we'll fucking finish up here that's fine that's fine but like remember I sent you that video yesterday and it was like a joke video where like this dude like walks mm. people into an office like they're gonna get a job interview right and then he like sits and there's a big window window behind him yeah. right and you, know, you see the city skyline or whatever and then like um, an asteroid you see like an asteroid like hurtling towards Earth <laughs> and then like it gets their reaction they're all like. Ah! Yeah, you know he's just like what 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 and then they turn around and it's like you see it hit and you see like the city like 
right and it comes all the way up to the window and then the lights go out yeah and i'm like it's funny because like every single person like you see in that video like gets up and runs away and like tries to escape or something and i'm like i told you i was like honestly dude like if i saw that happening like there's no way out (laughs) you know i would just sit there and close my eyes and just wait for it to happen like i'd just be like (sighs) you know and that's it yeah yeah it's over fine whatever i accept it Tune in next week when we talk about <laughs> when we talk about how okay are you to die. <laughs> it's a it's a terrible subject for terrible people on this podcast. It's a conversation you need to have with yourself. Five, ten, and fifteen dollars, ladies and gentlemen, is all it takes to support this show. Patreon.com slash basement dweller productions. If you want to see more fun stuff, we have so many things planned for the Patreons, but we do have goals to be set. I have set a goal for at least 30 monthly $5 subscribers. Remember that if you are a $15 subscriber, you still have your opportunity to get a beautiful drawing drawn by co-host Christian Talon. And uh, yeah, if you love the show and you love what we do, $5 goes a long way for us and we appreciate you more than you know. We do have three Patreons at this moment. Shout out to Joey, Cruz, and Izzy. You guys rock. To everyone else, thank you so much for the courtesy of just listening. We love you more than you know. And we will see you next week if we're still here after the alien. Yeah, or not. Or not. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Later, everybody. Bye. If you like what you heard, type into their Instagram and Twitter. The information is right below with their email. It's time you bit the bullet and started caring about something with all your heart and energy. Be sure to log into the channel by subscribing and check out the previous episodes. But until then, we'll see you next week with a new one. We out for now.